you got you're really charged. I am charged. <laughs> you're right. I am charged and ready. Excellent. Let's mm-hmm. go. Hello, friends, and welcome to the V Spot Podcast, a veganish podcast where we talk about things. Maybe vegan. Maybe not. Maybe not. not. <laughs> Do whatever the hell we want. Because we in charge. That's right. Charles I'm in Danny. charge. And I'm Kat, not Charles in charge. No, no, no. She's Charles now. <laughs> like on mm-hmm. Pretty Little Liars. Well, I really wish we hadn't gone there because immediately <laughs> my brain just went to the fact that we will never, ever know what was supposed to happen on The Perfectionist because they canceled it. I'm sorry for our loss. Truly. I like Em and I'm not. It was so bad, but so I just needed to know. I don't know why that show, that series in general, drags me in and just like holds me there, even it's though it makes my eyes roll. Bad television. That's the that's like the whole point of bad television is that it's awful. I did nothing today but watch Revenge. I watched like 10 episodes of Revenge today and that show is so terrible, but I like can't stop. I love it so much. No. That's not true. You watched Prodigal Son. I did. Too, I watched that's Prodigal a good Son. Show. I watched Prodigal Son, and then I watched a bunch of Revenge, and I was like, "This is really bringing me down." So then I watched a couple Impractical Jokers, and then I watched. I went back to Revenge. <laughs> I have to watch that show. Maybe that'll be my new. It's so good. It's so terrible, but it's so good. I was watching a Christmas movie. I found I couldn't find Hallmark on on Hulu, but I found Lifetime, and oh, I. Yeah. I like I'm pre-recording all of the cheesy Christmas movies. So heads up for that, Andy. Um, But I was watching one earlier as I was peeling 12,000 carrots for Andy's soup. And I can't figure out if it was bad, good or bad, bad. Sure. You know, where you're like, this is cheesy, but is it just bad? Right. You know, I do. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, I was I needed something that I didn't even want. See, that's the thing. Revenge might be like bad, but I'm going to want to pay attention to it. So yeah. I can't just have it on it's in the background. It's very involved. See, mm-hmm. I need passive shows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, what's up? What's new? Nothing. What's cooking? The holidays coming up. We're going to air this on the holiday. That's exciting. Little gift. Yep. Little yep. early gift from us okay. to you. Because we're thankful for this podcast, and I'm thankful for you, mm-hmm. and I'm thankful for all of our best friends that we listen. All what? of our that friends. Us. Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. So Andy suggested that we talk about uh, how to survive the holidays in general. Yeah. The uh, a, a holiday that is solely based around, um, you know, everything problematic this if you get into the, the indigenous people. holiday. Right. I was thinking right. that earlier today. I was like, wow, Thanksgiving is the worst holiday. Like, why? Why? It's the stupidest holiday. It really honestly is. You know? I I don't get and Like, it's so it's American. This, <laughs> it really, it honest to God is. Like, you can, you know, like, it, it might as well be alongside of, like, any other, like, like holiday like fine you really want to acknowledge that this thing happened even though it was a terrible thing that we probably shouldn't acknowledge that it happened but like just why is it a big deal like why can't it be like veterans day or president's day or any other random calendar holiday that we have or state holiday that like it exists and we acknowledge that it's a thing and then that's it why is it like this big production of like 
we have to get together with our families and you have to like literally I don't know many people that just straight up enjoy Thanksgiving yeah no me either you know like even people who are meat eaters and stuff usually not always but usually there's like family drama and you're like oh I can't I'm gonna have to see Aunt Susan again and she's gonna cause some shit you know yes yes exactly I don't know I don't know it's a whole thing but um, based off of that, what I was thinking, what got me thinking about with holidays is just toxicity of it and mm-hmm. toxic relationships mm, yeah. and just toxic interactions in mm-hmm. general. And that got me thinking, right, right in that segue, mm-hmm. um, is uh, you have to tell all of our friends what happened to you with um, in relation to your pipes. Oh, I can't believe I didn't tell that story last week because didn't it happen last Tuesday? It did. We forgot. Yeah, I guess I just was like shook (laughs) or something. So, I mean, Um, it's a toxic thing. So I was like, oh, let's just talk about like basically with the holidays. Don't be a shitty person. Don't be weird. Don't be an asshole. Don't make people uncomfortable. Here's a great example of what not to do. Yeah. Just in general. Um. Yeah, so I am having, you know, this time of year is really great for um, expensive things to break. Um, (laughs) And um, I am fortunate enough to be replacing a furnace. Um, And last week when the furnace person came to, um, like, diagnose the problem or whatever, when the furnace stopped working correctly, um, he came and... This guy couldn't have been more than, I don't know, like 25 years old, maybe. He was definitely a younger guy. And right off the gate, I was like, in you know, SSDGM, immediately texting everybody I knew what was going on because I was like, I'm already uncomfortable. Right from the get, this guy is asking me questions. Oh, oh, do you not live in your house because you're getting married? Oh, what do you do? Like all kinds of questions. And I was just like, oh, Lord, just like fix my furnace and leave me alone. And then... At the end of, well, like not even at the end, like halfway through, um, he tells me what's wrong with it. And it ended up, that ended up not even being the entire problem. So I'm not even, this guy was problematic on many levels, but what he said was wrong with it, he did indicate was going to be a very expensive fix. But don't worry, friends, because if I don't tell his boss, um, he'll fix it for me on the DL so long as I make him dinner. And <laughs> I'm obviously not going to do that because gross. Um, <laughs> but it really it sparked like so many conversations between me and a lot of friends around like why do not to get off on a patriarchy conversation here, but like why do men think it's okay to to do to behave that way? You know, I was talking to Casey and she was giving an example of, of some guy she knew and she was talking to him about kind of a similar topic. And he said something like, well, what if I see a girl and I want to talk to her? And Casey's like, well, you don't get to like you don't get to just talk to somebody because you want to talk to them like that's that's an abuse of power, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like you don't right. get to just approach me and, and and learn about me because you deem that that that's owed to you, you know, like. Right. It's just so ridiculous. Um, it was a very uncomfortable situation. And luckily, I will hopefully knock on wood, never have to see that person ever again. But um, that was like the first of two situations, because then the very next day I got hit on very uncomfortably at the gas station. And I'm just like, 
why can't I just be out in public? Well, and like, like, like it's why? a why? I like I said, I used to love when for that hot minute when um, Shoprite did pump the gas for oh, you, and I was yes. like, oh great, pump my gas for me, yes. Wink. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't have to do it, but like not wink because of that one time that the person who did it was like, so can I have your phone number? Like as I'm like paying him, like he like you has my card. Yeah, and you're like in your car and the windows down like that's not it's such a violation right and like luckily for me it was like at the end like as he handed my card back so I like took it and went no and just like drove away but like he could have looked at my license plate number like he had my name he all he had to do was like look down real quick at my name like on Mm -hmm. my card and then the internet you can find anyone really in this day and age absolutely Mm -hmm. and that's what I expected to happen I thought for sure I was going to get a Facebook request I was going to get something like I thought for sure or because he had my phone number from having to call me for the service appointment I thought for sure I'd get like a some kind of text or something you know I didn't thank god but I like was in 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 preparation for that I was like thinking in my head how I you know the story I'm going to tell about how I'm I have a boyfriend or I'm I'm doing this or you know like lie about my name or you know whatever else and it's like why do I have to do that like why do I have to come up with a story to get out of a situation that I don't feel safe in and like that kind of that kind of person who would who would put you in that situation you can't even be like oh well you know I don't you know, like one of yeah. my defaults back in the day would have been like, oh, well, you know, I don't date men. But oh, that yeah. kind of guy would be like, oh, Ooh, well, can you and your girlfriend yeah. like make Absolutely. me dinner wink mm-hmm. so I can watch kind of thing? Like make yeah. it. It's oh, just well, that's okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't yes. I don't understand how we got to this point where that. Is ex- I mean, it was never acceptable, but like yeah. we're past this. Yeah. Like, I don't know how we've somehow devolved. Or at least seems like we should be. I think like so much of the situation is that people and by people, I mean, like you and me and like women and people who are aware are starting to like be more aware of how not OK that is. And I think we were always aware that it wasn't OK, but. Now I think the reasons as to why it's not okay and how it touches so many other areas of society are a mm-hmm. lot more obvious or at least a lot more talked about than they used to be. You know, mm-hmm. like I can remember um, having talking to Christy once and um, she was saying how like uh, her dad used to like give her sister or, or maybe her like a really hard time when they were growing up and like, you know, sayings like, oh, you throw like a girl or oh, don't be a girl and stuff like that. And like these really innocent phrases or you know seeming people what people deem as innocent phrases don't be a girl or oh don't act like a girl you throw like a girl or you know whatever like a girl it indicates that being a girl is in some way bad you know like Mm -hmm. society has taught us to view being a girl as bad right and so I don't think that that kind of thing has really like been talked about how that touches so many other areas. So like, of course, the guy at the gas station thought it was okay to, to, to awkwardly approach me and, and like make a comment about how his friend wants my number or whatever. Of course, that's okay. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. like, everything is related to everything, I think. It's just, it's just gross. (laughs) It's, it's not okay. Yeah. I listened to um, an episode of Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard recently, 
with um oh god hold on i'm gonna mess up her name hold on um the author of for the love of men i can't think of her name liz something liz what's your last name hold on my internet is really slow well anyway the, it's the podcast with doc shepherd armchair expert and it's the author of for the love of men which i have not read yet but it's in my cart and i fully intend to read it and it was a really good episode liz plank that's her name um it was a really good episode and i highly recommend listening to it because i was listening to it screaming yes oh my god yes because it was just like so right and relevant but one thing she said that i actually thought was really interesting again not to get off on a tangent here um (laughs) was kind of this idea um around how people are trying to be so you know we're all trying to be like so aware of the way men behave towards women that there are certain phrases that are now starting to like be a little problematic. Like this idea of toxic masculinity. She says that now everybody views anything that is deemed masculine as toxic. And it really got me thinking, because I use that phrase all the time because toxic masculinity is so real. But Mm -hmm. I thought what she was saying was really interesting about how now like everything that's deemed manly or whatever is viewed as toxic because of that and her point was that there shouldn't be things that are manly and there shouldn't be things that are girly it should just be things you know and so instead Mm -hmm. of like you know categorizing and whatnot it's just really interesting I highly recommend that episode and then once I read her book I'm sure I will recommend that too that's one of those like change your mindset too it's like so like oh well pink's a girly color blue's a boy color and like well I can't like blue or I have to like blue just 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 like what you like right you know do what you want to do it's if you want to go to the gym and have beefed up arms and you know I do like I do well, okay, want beefed so, up arms okay we can talk about that in a second but like that's you know if that's and you're a guy who does that and you don't skip leg day or anything I never whatever. skip leg day every day is leg day. <laughs> I feel like, are you doing leg day tomorrow? I'm not doing leg day tomorrow. I'm not. See? I know. Well, I'm going to be doing leg day at work. So, That's <laughs> and <true>. arm day. <laughs> That's true. That's funny. Yeah, no, I um, I also told Andy that I'm going to end up with, I punched him earlier. um, Because I wanted to see if my arms had any more strength behind them after earlier, <laughs> after that class. <laughs> I just punched his arm and he's fine. But um you'll get there. You'll you'll get there. You'll hurt him soon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens when you've been married for a month. I just took a whack <laughs> in him. Yeah. But um yeah, arm day, leg day, do what you want. I don't care. Um on the flip side of this, mm-hmm. I saw this very interesting. We didn't talk about how we felt about it really. But I saw very interesting points and articles made about Kristoff in Frozen 2 Okay. Um, on the flip side of toxic masculinity. So we'll just ask that. How did you like Frozen 2? I liked it. I thought it was um, dark. <laughs> yes. Um, I thought it was like a little much for a, ch- a children's movie. Um, and I, I thought it was interesting that there are except for like that first one in the beginning, there's like no happy sing-along songs. There's like no No. bouncy, upbeat, you know, Disney classic songs in that movie. It was a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a dark existential movie. 
I loved it. <laughs> I know. I really liked it. But I was like, wow, okay, Disney, calm down. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep they definitely uh, get went, some Prozac. went a little, uh, little more serious, I it guess. Very serious. Yeah. Um, which I mean, too, if you want to read into the different like spirits and stuff like and oh, you know, we need to write this wrong you could even if you really wanted to take a climate change kind of yeah. aspect of it of you have to like right the wrongs or the spirits are going to shut down and die um josh told me that they really did like um consult like indigenous people and stuff yes. to make sure to get all of that correct which i thought was really yep. cool yep they did um they did yep they got pre-signed kind of did research which i thought was really really nice yeah they're still making up for Song of the South, but it's yeah. fine. Um, but the things I was reading about Kristoff was like the the anti toxic masculinity because he like people were writing about how he is a really good now uh, spoiler alert, but king mm-hmm. essentially um, of you know he's a good example for yeah. for young boys because he was. You know, it, the one thing when he rode back up after they were separated was like, I'm here. What do you need? Right, right, right. Not like, I'm here. Move aside, little lady. Right. Let or me like, save the day. Save. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or I'm here to save you. It was, I'm here. What do you need? How can I help you? Right. Which is like the opposite of anything that like that creepy plumber man would have said to you. Ugh. You know? Gross. Um. And then during that whole little love ballad that he had, that like cheesy 80s style, yeah. uh, Lost in the Woods, that little power ballad there, <laughs> which I thought was very funny. Um, but Sven had a very insightful little moment when he said, your feelings are real. Feel what you feel. Let your guard down and let your feelings out. Yeah. I thought that was really nice, too, because it's kind of sending that message to, you know, young boys who yes. might watch this instead of prince charming or anyone who saves the girl not that there's anything wrong with prince charming but like this is more like help her and then like if you feel something it's okay to feel it you don't have to be a strong man and not cry and all this other shit absolutely frozen was great though it was nice i had some good stories i thought it gave Kristoff a nice little arc um yeah yeah so that was just a cool so the shitty toxic masculinity, you know, patriarchy things that you experienced, and then Frozen Two, Disney sending that little nice message of, like, men can be supportive and have the potential yes. to not be total douchebags. Yes. Anything else? What do you What do you got for toxic relationships? How to deal with them if you have any of them at a holiday, for instance? So like, I don't know, your aunt Susan. I think I've mentioned. I don't think yeah. you have an Aunt Susan, do no, you? No, I, I don't not. have I don't have an Aunt Susan. I've also never really had anything bad happen. Like I've never I'm I'm like not a great um I mean I, I mean I can give some advice, but I've never really experienced it. Like my family is pretty cool slash just is quiet about it. Um and at this point, I don't know, like it's been so long. Um and like my cousin is has celiac, so there she's gluten free, and like so there's accommodations kind of all across the board, um, and, and like there I feel like every so often there'll be like a minor like you know little scuffle, but it's never like awkward or uncomfortable. Nobody's like a real jerk or anything like that. Um, 
So I don't know. I like I, I've never really experienced it this year. We're my mom's not cooking, so it'll be a little bit of a different Thanksgiving. Um, so I, I'm gonna cook a couple things because she's having she like ordered food or whatever, and I'm nervous that the vegan options are gonna be gross. Quite honestly, so <laughs> I'm still gonna make my own. Um, but I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think like. As much as, like, I don't know. I mean, don't go is always step one. If something mm-hmm. makes you uncomfortable, I think uh, feeling empowered to say no in general, mm-hmm. you know, friendships, events, holidays. I don't know. I'm a big advocate for if you don't want to do something, don't, don't feel like you have to do it. Right. It doesn't matter. I rarely, probably to a fault, if I don't want to do something, don't do it. So, sure. but, you know, it's it's just one of those, like, take care of yourself, especially if it's something, a big deal like Thanksgiving when there is going to be a turkey and there's people might be kind of, you know, rude or inconsiderate or whatever yeah. the case may be. So just don't go. Or if you... I mean, on the flip side, I guess I'm kind of harsh like that because I'm like, okay, you have the option not to go. However, if you are voluntarily putting yourself in that situation, realize you might be uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, know what you're signing up for. And if you're like, well, I still have to go. It's my family. Then like, well, you know, then, you know, you're going to have to deal with what you have to deal with. Um, I don't know. Maybe avoid topics if possible. Try not to be combative. Yeah, I feel like everybody's got their, like, list, or uh, no matter how long it is, of things that they avoid at family get-togethers. Like, maybe Uh you don't talk politics. Maybe you don't talk religion. (laughs) Maybe you don't talk, you know, like, maybe there's certain things that you make sure don't come up. Yep. Uh, Politics, I feel like, is that that hot take. Nobody talks about politics anymore. I hope. Don't. Unless you're in the right crowd, Um, and then you can. But... My phone just died. Anyways, um, yeah, Andy's typing something, I think. It's mostly just too depressing. Oh, to talk about politics. Okay. Education. Education. Through food. Through nice conversations. Through compassion. Yeah, that is always the one thing I do like about anything, Thanksgiving, Christmas, or whatever, is that I do like making my own you know, my own version of things and getting people to eat it and showing them that like vegan food's not what you think it is. Like, it's really interesting how still I don't think people have any idea what I eat as a vegan. So, so, I mean, that's always nice, I guess, to be able to be like, hey, look, I'm eating the same thing as you, except mine is not full of death, you know? (laughs) So... Well, you know what I was thinking earlier, um, actually, we were driving by Plant Road for some, and it just, Mm -hmm. for no reason at all, what popped into my head was, it's weird to me that we eat a plant-based diet. Mm -hmm. And here's what's weird about it. I don't feel like that's what it is. Because like a plant-based diet to me just sounds like lettuce and fruit and celery and just fruits and vegetables. That's what, like, it sounds like. Yeah. And I think that's probably what people assume that's all we eat. But, like, when you think about, like, we have all those meat substitutes that you sent me pictures of. Yeah. And, you know, how many times could we have a sausage sandwich from Dunkin' or yeah. 
impossible burger, all these other things like Andy and I had tacos tonight and, you know, all these wild things that it just doesn't feel like what I would assume a plant based diet is. Yeah. And and I will say it was I sent you those pictures because I was like, look at all this stuff I haven't tried and I want to try it. But also that was an entire section. Like it wasn't just like one little shelf over with like the tofu. That was an entire section in the meat department. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) Look at this. Like it was so much. And that was at Hannaford. It wasn't even at like, Mm -mm. you know, Whole Foods or wherever else. I was like, wow, like this is we are coming for you. And then in every section, like there was a whole section of plant based yogurts. There was all the plant based cheeses. And then there was the little section with like the tofu and like the specialty stuff. So it's just like everywhere. It was really, you know, encouraging. It was very exciting. Yep. And so it's like, I don't know, maybe having those little nuggets in your pocket, too, for holidays when they're like, well, only two people in the whole world are vegan being like, mm, actually, <laughs> actually, no, at Hannaford, here's this thing I saw, all of these delicious billions of things that I could eat that aren't just. Yeah. And, and Hannaford and Niskayuna, New York, not, you know what I mean? Like a a, a little grocery store in Niskayuna, New York had all that stuff. Yep. Yep. Pretty awesome. We're winning. So that's it. If anyone wants to share their holiday shenanigans, they can do that. That'd be cool. Yes. So share your holiday stories with us. Yes. Uh, we will. I'm going to wear my um, Go Vegan Thanksgiving shirt on Thanksgiving and to work on Thanksgiving. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think I have anything special planned as far as what to wear. I don't know. I'm going to deliver some extra food to you, even though you're getting stuff at your mom's house, but I'll bring you some some foods. Yeah. So, I mean, I figure you can never have enough snacks or food. True. So, yeah. We're um, cats gonna go with her family and then work i'm having my friends giving here so we'll share our stories next week and if you guys experience anything fun or not fun in between whatever give us a shout 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 it out um you know you make me want to shout (laughs) um before we (laughs) uh before we uh disembark this karaoke journey that we're going on um i don't know if you saw it but i told andy about this um i just wanted to spread the word about um a cause well it's the giving season if anyone wanted to make a donation to arthur's acres did you see what happened i did so um a, a friend of ours who used to work at a local sanctuary started his own sanctuary um called arthur's acres and um, Todd is a wonderful human being. And I, I don't know if I've met many people who love animals, let alone pigs. Like his connection is with pigs. And he is yeah. just he's like the pig whisperer. I've never seen a person interact with pigs, let alone other animals at all right. like this. It's crazy. Um, and they just lost their pig barn to a fire. Um, luckily, everyone is safe. So that's good. That's the upside yes, of it. For sure. 
Um, the downside is that like it's I think they're just oh just barely over a year old the sanctuary and you know being a nonprofit and stuff guys we all know that that isn't easy um, and it's not he, he's not in it to make money or anything like that it's just to save just to save the animals and so a loss like this is really preventative it's very hindering of doing that and it's yeah. So any donations I think would help if you're local and maybe could pop down. Um, I'm going to reach out to him and see if he needs any help rebuilding things or whatever. Because I haven't been to a sanctuary in a long time. Yeah, very honest. cool. Yeah, me either. So, um, yeah, you can follow. You could check him out on Instagram, Arthur's Acres, and links are there. And, you know, you could shoot him a donation. Any Anything would make a difference to him. So I just wanted to give that a little shout out and seeing if well well you folks are considering different donations and things this giving season that would be a really good one to help out with and we would personally appreciate that yes so i love it yeah yeah and i think that's it that's all she wrote that is all she wrote happy holidays happy friendsgiving happy thanksgiving happy whatever you do or don't celebrate Mm -hmm. um be compassionate. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Be thankful. <laughs> no. Yay. I know we are. All right. So follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And email us and go listen to old episodes at thebspot.fm and tell us what you're thankful for other than us because right. And we're thankful for you guys. Oh no. Did it happen again? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh no, you're back. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. No, nothing happened. Danielle just went quiet and didn't say it. Because it went dead. Because it went. I can hear when. Oh, Kat's I was. Not, well, I was hearing sounds. See, like when I can hear. I was hearing like the uh, 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 ghost sounds. <laughs> and I can when we're connected perfectly. I can hear even if Cat's not talking. I can hear just like a connection. Yeah. And I didn't hear that. It went dead for a second. Okay. So that recorded. So we're, we're done. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Yeah, okay, bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Yay.